Hi folks, this is Mike Callahan again. Welcome back. Hope you've been uh, enjoying a lot of the podcasts that we've been putting out there. A lot of great folks to, and getting some, lots of ideas on uh, how to be more empowered and pursuing ideas with regard to your career. Got a, got a great person that I, I want to interview today. I uh, had the privilege of working with Jody Pear uh, while we were both at the University of Michigan Dearborn. And since then, she's uh, broken away from the university and now is the owner of Jody Pear Designs. And she's doing internal uh, interior designing, but I like to think it's sort of interior designing with a twist because she brings in the whole idea of house coaching, which is a new concept uh, to me. And I, and I know a lot of you, that's going to be something new to learn about. So with no further ado, Jody, if you would uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe expand a little bit more on this idea of house coaching. Hi, Mike. It's so good to see you. <laughs> I miss our in-person lunches, but this will have to do for now. Right. <laughs> so great to be here. Thanks for asking. Um, so yeah, so I am an interior designer. I, I have my um, bachelor's degree. I have a associate's degree and a bachelor's degree in interior design. But while I was studying um, and going along that journey, I met Kirsten Steno, who is the founder of House Coaching. And this was a brand new concept to me. Um, I saw an interview of Kirsten and I was just so taken with everything she had to say. So I connected with her and she responded. <laughs> She's in Denmark and I emailed her and she replied, which was so shocking to me at the time. But she ended up inviting me to participate in a pilot program that she was going to be launching. And long story short, it ended up taking much longer than she thought, but I did get to participate in that pilot. And so I spent a whole year working directly with Kirsten virtually and seven other um, interior designers, a psychotherapist, and an architect from all over the world. And Kirsten taught us house coaching. And so what that is, um, it brings in empathy and sort of in life coaching skills. And it creates the purpose behind interior design. Interior design is, you know, if you watch, you know, you're looking in the magazines, you're looking at HGTV and all these things. Interior design is flashy and it's like, you know, trying to get this certain look for your space, which then feeds into our fears that we're not doing it right. Like my house doesn't look like a magazine, you know, something is wrong here. Well, house coaching gets to the heart of who is living in the space. Like, so as an interior designer, I go into a space and I meet the people and I get to know who they are, what is important to them, what do they value in life? What do they want their space to feel like? How will it improve their life? And that is creating a nurturing environment for everyone who lives there. So it's not just about a look, it is about a feeling. And so when the people who live in that home, when they come home to that space, where they walk in the door and they feel, they see themselves in their surroundings and they're reminded about what's important to them, or the, and they feel inspired about what they're working on in their life. So for me, like I'm sitting here in my home office now and I have reminders, I have pictures on the walls, I have statues on shelves, you know, normal things, but they are reflecting back to me what is most important. 
and what inspires me. And it's also um, images that remind me what, what are my dreams and what am I working towards? So it's really a, a different approach to how you're putting your space together. You gotta really feel good and reflect who you are. Um, it's just getting to the heart of the matter. <laughs> That's, that's really cool. It's, it's fun to listen to you and, and think about it. Uh, there's a couple of things that, that popped out at me when you were talking. One was you reaching out to Kirsten, uh, and it sounded like you didn't think she was going to respond. I mean, you took a risk. You took a chance. You, you, you stuck it out there a little bit, and, uh, and it turned out positive. Certainly a strong lesson there. And yeah. to learn to get out of your comfort zone and to try some new things and find and discover new opportunities that inherent in those in those things. Yeah. Um, what um, you know, thinking about the the, the folks that uh, tend to listen to the podcast here, do you, do you have any thoughts or suggestions or recommendations to them in terms of? They're not all going to be house coaches, and that's not the intention. But what you learned in going through this. Um, and lessons from that that might, they might be able to, to, to benefit from your experiences. So do you have any ideas or suggestions that you can share with us? Yeah, it has been <laughs> just such an interesting journey for me when I can look back. Um, so I was a secretary at U of M Dearborn for 30 years, <laughs> and I just retired um, in February of 2020. So during that time, though, um, I was happy, you know, being a secretary, I never had any intention of getting a degree, but I changed <laughs> in 2006. I just, this, this desire for me to want to be a designer, I couldn't ignore it anymore. And so in 2006, I decided to get my degree. So that was 14 years ago. I had to keep my day job. Um, I needed that stability and the benefits and the routines, all of that. So it took me seven and a half years to get my degree going part-time. And I was 36 years old when I started this and I am spending my days sitting at my desk, you know, doing my secretarial duties, going every night, driving. I drove from, I live in Gross Point Woods. I drove to Dearborn every day for my job. And from there, two to three nights a week, I drove to Ypsilanti to go to school at night. I didn't have much time for my personal life. And I kept thinking, what am I doing? Like, why am I sacrificing like this? But I just went with it and I had to finish. I wanted to finish um, while I was still in school. In 2012, I launched my business. And so I'm getting close to graduating. I'm still a secretary. Now I'm gonna start my own business, not knowing what I'm doing, but I created a website. Um, I had my first client who was a friend and I just made myself open for the opportunities. And it was overwhelming at times, but I loved it so much that it just kept me going, kept me going. And then I met Kirsten. And I'm like, okay, what is house coaching? I don't, you know, I don't know, but I love it and I'm, I want to learn. So I spent a year going down that journey, that path, and um, it just kept evolving and evolving. And so what I have learned along the way is to try to find people who share common interests. I mean, it's a general statement to say surround yourself with like-minded individuals, but um, just pay attention. I mean, when you are hearing messages from other people, when you're in a conversation, um, 
there's a reason you're in that conversation. And there is a little bit of something that you can gain from that conversation that is going to help you. I don't believe in coincidences. And I, you know, meeting you, Mike, I, um, it was a perfect example. A couple of years ago, I reached out to you because I knew you published a book and I was trying to publish a book. So I took a chance and I emailed you and you said, yes, let's have lunch. And here we are a couple years later, who knew this podcast coming? Who knew that we would be able to have a conversation that other people might benefit? So I guess stay open, you know, and, and connect with people and don't be afraid to ask for help. Tell people what you're passionate about. Tell people what your dreams are and the things that you're working on. And you just never know the connections that you're going to make, when those connections are going to happen, where those connections are going to happen, but just to stay open and keep connecting the dots. Like when you're meeting people and you're, I get inspired when I hear other people who have done something unconventional. Um, I love hearing about other entrepreneurs' journeys and their experiences. And no, we're not doing the same thing, but to hear that somebody did something different and they made it, that to me just fuels me. And um, when you, another thing is just talking, when you're connecting with these people and you're talking, you're going to notice, or at least I do, I notice when I say something concrete about what I want or what I'm working towards and other people have the ability to kind of draw that out in me, in me. And so just for example, the other day I was talking with a friend and, um, I'm, I'm trying to create, um, not, not a podcast, but a YouTube channel. And she asked me, what is your intention? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to have conversations that I enjoy and that I think will be helpful for people. And she said, well, only you know, uh, only you can answer that question. And just that simple little interaction made me realize I was able to say to her, my main priority right now is to sell my, like I have seven books that I have self-published since February of this year. And I want to sell those books. I want people to know they're out there. And so by her asking, what is your intention? And I paused and then I realized like, oh my gosh, like right now I want to sell my books, but nobody knows they're out there. <laughs> so yesterday I updated my website. And now when you go to my homepage, the very first thing you see is that I have books and I have a video course that I created. And so without being pushy or salesy, um, people know that I'm doing that. So I guess that was just an example of connecting the dots, keeping an open mind and taking action towards what I want. I mean, that was a total disconnect for me. Um, my books, people didn't know they were out there. You had, they were on my website, but you really had to dig to find that they were there. And now it's like, it's front and center because that's what I want. I want to get it out there. <laughs> So I just, um, yeah, I just want to connect with other people who I find to be inspiring and they don't have to be doing the same thing, but they've done something great. And, um, if that just keeps me going and I just keep changing and connecting. <laughs> well, I, lo I love what you're saying is there's a couple of things that it's really the personification of the entrepreneurial mindset. You know, you're, you're, you're open to ideas. And once you get into that mindset, the world is your oyster. There's just so many opportunities that start presenting themselves. So when you let go of the old and, and take the chance and take the risk, and yeah, it doesn't always work out smoothly, 
But once you get into that mindset and be open to it and network and look for look for those opportunities when you're connecting with people, a lot of a lot of stuff obviously comes into your life, and, and that's I'm really happy to see that. Uh, we will include uh, reference to your website and and your books and all in the in the write up that goes with the podcast. So we can make sure. Thank you. That. Thank you. Well, listen, Jody, thank you. Thank you very much. We could go on and on, um, but um, we do want to try to keep this uh, reasonably short. Right. Um, But anyway, thank you. Appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we'll stay in touch. And once uh, COVID is gone, assuming it will go eventually, we'll have to get together and have that uh, cup of coffee. That sounds perfect. Thank you, Mike. Take care. Have a good day. Thank you, too. Bye.